of Georgia fraternity has been suspended over accusations of racist messages in a group chat. The Lambda Kite chat was named Sex, Drugs, and Darby House and featured racist and insensitive language, including posts from someone calling themselves the ghost of Aunt Jemima. The student who was targeted is a black female who posted the messages on Twitter after being tipped off. Officials at the University of Georgia have released a statement saying the matter is now being investigated by the university's Equal Opportunity Office. Maria Garcia, CBS News. And come November, it's the day after Thanksgiving, but not as we know it at one mega retailer. Oh, the scenes of Black Friday's past. Walmart now says it'll offer a whole new safe shopping experience. The store says their best deals will be online and spread through the holiday season. The company is hiring 20,000 seasonal workers for its dot-com sales, including folks to fulfill orders and power equipment operators. CBS's Jennifer Brown. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. CBS presents Highlighting Our Heroes. Sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Army Rangers Matthew Griffin and Donald Lee did two tours of duty in Afghanistan. Now, they're selling flip flops to raise money for the citizens there. For every product that we sell, we donate to a couple of girls school for a day in Afghanistan. So, an educated woman will, will raise a child to be an educated child. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Allstate now has deeper savings, and deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise, and save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep. New customer savings based on your assignment discount. Grab as an option feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company. Affiliates from Cook, Illinois. It's been a year since the Golden Ray cargo ship loaded with cars capsized off the Georgia coast. Now, public hearings into the accident have turned up evidence of just what happened and how. The Golden Ray was not loaded properly with its vehicle cargo. A naval architect testified the ship's center of gravity was too high with not enough water in ballast tanks below to offset the top weight, thus at risk to roll over. Coast Guard analysis found the ship was not in compliance for that trip and two others prior. In earlier testimony, ship captain Jonathan Tennant detailed the moments he knew there was trouble. There was fear in, in the faces of the people around me. Crew was rescued. The ship remains on its side off the Georgia coast. Edgar Tragus for CBS News, Atlanta. And the British government has finally sent U.S. prosecutors evidence on two British alleged Islamic State militants implicated in the brutal 2014 murder of journalist James Foley and other Western hostages, paving the way for a trial. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've got a seven-year-old and I'm a 47-year-old and he's just learning to skateboard and I was a skateboarder since 1980. He had been begging me all week to prove to him that I could do a kickflip because he really hasn't seen daddy be an active guy. You know, I do all that at work and when I come home I'm exhausted. This weekend I had to haul a whole bunch of pallets to the back of the house because I was using them for projects and stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm outside skateboarding with my son, and I'm doing kickflips and other tricks I haven't done in 20 years. And I'm like, this isn't me. This is who I used to be, but this isn't me. Maybe I need to change my language now. You know, this is me. What I have been for a while has not been the real me. So it's amazing what the body can do when it's fed the right thing, you know. It just can heal itself. 
Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code FRUITS. Drive through, stop, and cap for your favorite liquor beverage. Beer, wine, wine, beer. This idiot does. Easy. Oh, and if they don't have your brain, they'll order it for you. If there's something strange in your backyard, who are you going to call? Howard Septic! If there's something smelly and looks kind of weird, who are you going to call? Howard Septic! No port john for your event? Need a pot for your construction site? Who are you going to call? Howard Septic! If you're needing our help, pick up the phone and call Howard Septic at 740-662-2603. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Mary's Dog House has been serving up delicious hot dogs, milkshakes, and more since 1972. Everything is made from scratch using the finest ingredients, and the friendly staff loves getting to know your customers. Come enjoy their 99-cent dessert special every weekend, and don't forget about Weenie Wednesday. Go to Larry'sDogHouse.com for their full menu, follow them on Facebook, or better yet, stop in for some great food. Larry's Dog House, 410 West Union Street, Athens. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer. Call Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Three degrees right now. It was 49 when I arrived this morning. It's going to climb up to a very pleasant 75. No mention of any precipitation. It just says sunny all day, or at least partly sunny. We got a free for all today. And, of course, our phone number is 740-592-6646. Good morning. Party line on the air. I tell you what, uh, I have had people say, uh, you know, when do you play Art Turf? 
we've heard it. We can't believe it. It's so crazy. And I, I agree with that. And so maybe on days when I have a free-for-all like this, I should just do it first thing. What do you think? I-N-E-P-T E-N-F-T Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. We're here on the campus of Inept Tech with Coach Art Turf. A lot of enthusiasm here today, Coach, and a big weekend coming up with your home opener against Cinema State. That's right. You know, this series is one of them things that college football is all about. You know, letting classes out early, getting all the students out here to the stadium. Here we are at the half shell having this pep rally going on, getting ready for the first home ball game of the season. It's going to be the first conference ball game of the season. Everybody's looking forward to it. Enthusiasm's high and boy, we're ready to go get it. I'm sure this is going to inspire your team to their first win of the year. Well, that's right. You see all them boys over there on the bench. Somebody wake up Simmons over there. Now, he needs to get inspired just like the rest of us boys. Simmons, he's the one who scored your uh, points last week, wasn't it? Well, that's right. He was one responsible for our field goals, and that's caused the NCAA to come up with a special category. You know, they usually uh, credit field goal kickers with field goals, and I bet he's the first holder in NCAA football history to get credit for a field goal. We were talking about your game plan against Cinema State yesterday, Coach, and there is a big revenge factor in this ball game, so I'm sure you've come up with a good game plan for this contest. Well, that's right. You know, we think that we got three keys to victory, and that is lights, camera, action. Sounds like an interesting game plan. We'll get into that a little bit more with Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message. And uh, our turf show brought to you by Avalanche Pizza. How about that? We're on campus with Coach Art Turf. And, Coach, before we took our break a moment ago, you were telling me you had a three-way game plan that you're going to use against Cinema State this weekend. That's right. Lights, camera, action, three parts to the game plan. That first part is the lights. You know, we... Uh, we are going to play the ball game at night because they used to play in all their ball games in the daytime over at the Cinema State. You know, they matinee folks. So we're hoping really that the lights are going to be working tomorrow. And, and secondly, the uh, camera part of it, we're planning on picking up our first victory of the season this week. And uh, we want to be sure and preserve this uh, victory for the history. And so we want to make sure our cameras are working. And, and thirdly and lastly and, and certainly most importantly is the action part of it. We want the boys to go out there and perform to their best for the game plan. They want, we want them to be in action so we can pick up our first victory of the season. Well, certainly a lot of enthusiasm here on campus, Coach, and we wish you the best of luck against Cinema State. Well, we got a special treat for the fans coming up. Why don't you tell them about it? The NF Tech Glee Club will be here to sing the school song, so let's listen. Take it away, folks. Mashika Roberts, Columbus Health Commissioner. The pandemic is more than a physical health issue. As parents, it's important to remember that our children are also coping with drastic life changes. One in four teens misuse a prescription drug at least once in their lifetime. 
we must talk to our kids about healthy coping strategies and the dangers of prescription drug misuse. Visit DontLiveInDenial.org to learn how to dispose of your leftover pills and talk to your kids about opiates. some fun here at the expense of our uh, football staff, I think. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad some of you kind of think this is weird enough that it's cool. All right, well, certainly I do. Good morning. Uh, a free-for-all edition of the party line. Today is September 23rd. That's right. Today is National Snack Stick Day. Okay, Scott, what do you think a snack stick might be? I think, good morning, by the way, I think something regarding uh, beef jerky, something like that. Oh. Something uh, you can just, you know, pull out like that and chew on. Okay, okay. Pretzel stick, okay. something like that. It's Energize Day. Now, I know the term energize, but not energize. I-N-N-E-R? Yes. I think that means to energize the inner self. Yeah. I don't know if I have the skill to do that. Well, let's see. It's a day for you to just relax and rejuvenate yourself alone or with your partner. Okay, well, that sounds... Improving your personal well-being. That sounds worthwhile. Yeah. Okay, it's National Teal talk day yeah got mine on the color teal t-e-a-l yeah well i assume that's what they're talking yep, about it uh, is to raise awareness of ovarian cancer oh okay well that's kind of hidden in that one yes it's national checkers day and dogs in politics day yeah <laughs> Now, if you have today's highlight in history, that will explain what that is on there. If you have that page in front of you. I do. Okay. I'm just wondering where I'm going to find it. Right there at the top. At the top. Oh. Oh, Richard Nixon. Okay. See, September 23rd, 1952, though. Senator Richard M. Nixon, Republican from California at the time, salvaged his vice presidential nomination by appearing on television from Los Angeles to refute allegations of improper campaign fundraising in what became known as the Checkers speech. Now, Checkers was the little dog that the family owned that the Nixon children named that little dog. And President Nixon went on to say that during that speech that he would definitely keep one thing, and that would be checkers. Really? Yes. Their little dog named Checkers. 
Well, uh, we have a little dog in my neighborhood named Checkers, and it's black and white. Um, and a real, really playful guy. All right. Well, um, I don't think it's the same dog, though. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. not that not, would be not, a miracle 1952. dog. 1952. Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. What else do we have? Uh, National Great American Pot. Pie Day. I'm on with that. You know, as a child growing up, um, it was not overdone by any means. But periodically, my mom would would have come out of the oven a pot pie, which um, I, you know, they were in those. Um, Aluminum foil. Foil, yeah, thank the, you. The baking pans? Yeah. Yeah. And for all I know, they came out of the frozen section of the uh, the store, already made up. Now, you know, I haven't tried one of those probably since I was a youth. But I do remember them being kind of good then. Oh, yeah. And they were easy. Just... Put them in there for X number of minutes at certain temperature, and boom, it was there. Yeah, the, the filling would come bubbling up out of the crust from, you know, slicing it there, yeah, yeah. poking the hole in the, the crust there, the dough. And, you know, you can get them now where you can just pop them in the microwave. They come in microwavable you know, containers. I, I don't mind microwaves for reheating a bit, but for cooking... It just doesn't do much for me. Oh, they're good. Okay. They are pretty tasty. Mom, mom makes a uh, killer pot pie in a in like a cake pan. Makes an entire pot pie that way. You know, it was a family size, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they, mm, delish. Well, maybe I need to take a fresh look at that. Yeah. They, okay. Good. What else do we have? National Great American Pot Pie. We just did that. Celebrate Bisexuality Day. And the finest, uh, the final thing, finest, the final item listed is Restless Legs Awareness Day. Um, I've known people that had restless legs. Mm-hmm. And it can be rather irritating and even painful. And uh, so I'm I'm glad that I don't have to go through that. Yes. I've known uh, folks like that, too. Or I don't know if you remember sitting in school where you'd see one of your classmates and their legs would just constantly be going. Oh, my, my legs are always moving. It's just I don't, I'm not aware of it particularly, and they aren't uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but that syndrome, like you said, can be very painful Yes, to yes, those indeed. that have that syndrome. But uh, we we actually, in class one time, I think we were in junior high school. I hope I'm not telling on myself, but I probably will be. <laughs> well, we'll see, and then I'll make the judgment. Well, the class. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Judge and jury, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All in one seat. Yeah. But uh, the teacher was out, or before the teacher came in, we all decided just to bounce our legs up and down at the same time. Oh, that's kind of cool. And that was at the old middle school where the floors were, 
you know, not as secure as the... And and a little more uneven. Yeah, they were buildings that shook every desk in the classroom. Who who was the teacher, do you recall? Yeah, it was uh, Mr. Bowser. He was a high school, or excuse me, junior high school uh, history teacher. Uh, Not during his teaching days. I got here after that, but I remember him. A fine man, Mm -hmm. but uh, he (laughs) noticed it after a few minutes, and he... uh, he would say, seems to be a little bit of a, a disturbance going on in here. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole floor was shaking. And, and stuff uh, underneath falling, right? Uh, could have been. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Are boy. we talking about the middle school as we know yeah. today? Yeah, the, the Athens Middle School. Which would have been just before they did a major renovation. Yeah, of it. actually it was over in the Annex building, I, I believe. I see. Not in the main school there. The main building. <laughs> it's been uh, upgraded several times since, and it's just, it's a great building. All right, yes, well, let's, let's move on here. Um, let's see here. So we gave you the highlight in history, which was this whole uh, checkers the dog speech, right? Yes. Um, but other things. In 63 B.C., Caesar Augustus, the first Roman emperor, was born. On this date. 1806, the Lewis and Clark expedition returned to St. Louis more than two years after setting out for the Pacific Northwest. Hmm. 1846, on this date, Neptune was identified as a planet by a German astronomer. Nineteen thirty-two, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia was founded. I'm stuck on Neptune. Okay, there's this, the craziest show on TV, and my wife is hooked on it. And I, I think it's over with for the season. But it's called Holy Moly. Oh yeah. I think we've discussed this briefly before. But um, they, the, the two key announcers, and this is all done up in the old days of uh, ABC's Wide World of Sports, where they're wearing the blazers with the patch on the pocket, and you know they have conversation back and forth amongst themselves, and it often has two or three different meanings. It is such a funny show. And... Um, but the, the the point here is that one of the holes, this is a miniature golf course, one of the holes involves um, striking your ball, your golf ball, and it goes around this large planet, which they've named Uranus. <laughs> and the number of different expressions that come out of Uranus. Well, there was one right there. But I mean, they play on that word so hard. And other interesting words. It's just. I don't think I can even do it justice. You just have to see it. But I think it's season finished now. Yeah, it is. It'll be back next year. It's 
pretty entertaining if you like that kind of humor. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, one announcer will say something, and then the other one just does. It's all he can do to keep his composure. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, Neptune reminded me of that. Okay, let's see here. Sigmund Freud, in 1939, the founder of psychoanalysts. Analysis, there we go, died in London at the age of 83. 1949, on this date, President Harry Truman announced there was evidence that the Soviet Union had recently conducted a nuclear test explosion. Uh, the test actually occurred on August 29th of 1949. but it was announced publicly on this date of September 23rd. Well, there's so many things. Here's a Biden thing. Let's see. In 1987, Senator Joseph Biden from Delaware withdrew from the Democratic presidential race following questions about his use of borrowed quotations and the portrayal of his academic record. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just get rid of some of this historical stuff. It's it's never ending. Um, I hope I hope you folks don't mind. Birthdays: Julio Iglesias, the singer, right? Seventy-seven. Actor Paul Peterson from TV, particularly known for the Donna Reed Show. Seventy-five. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, 71. Director and playwright George C. Wolfe is 66. Golfer Larry Mize, 62. Actor Chai McBride, 59. Great actor. He was in uh, a few other series, well, a few series of movies, but I remember him from a series on Fox called Boston Public. Petron talks about the, the show about Boston Public Schools. He was a principal, I believe, as an actor. Just seeing his name, Chai McBride, uh, I don't know why this came across to me, but um, does the name Pat Morita mean anything to you? Yeah. Okay, so Pat Morita. From Happy Days? Yep. And other shows? Mm hmm. Didn't he do that? Uh, uh, the movies with. Um, what was that? All those those movies called about. Oh, yeah. Kung Fu or something. Yeah. Yeah. Pat Morita worked for me in Honolulu. On the radio at KGMB, he was the middays guy. So he kind of like did the 10 to 2 or 3. Arnold from Happy Days? Yes. <laughs> the Karate Kid is who we're trying karate to Karate Kid, that's exactly right. Um, he was... Fun to work with. 
um, you didn't have a sense that this was not his, uh, that he was seeking a bigger career or something like that. You didn't have that sense. He was just enjoying what he was doing. And I appreciate that. I've had some people that have worked for me that you think, well, I'm doing this now, but what I really want to do is mm -hmm. something else, right? Yeah. Um, Pat Morita. He was so funny in Happy Days. Oh, yeah. He would get on his rants and start giving his philosophy out about the restaurant and different things that happened in Happy Days, and he would finish by going, foot, foot, foot. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and walk away. And, you know, he, like many actors and actresses, he could pour on an accent. But in everyday life, he had zero. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was displayed very evidently in, in the Happy Days yeah. series. Uh, and, and in that case, of course, an Asian accent. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, well, enough on that. I just It just came to me uh, reading this one actor's name. All right, let's see. We should finish this up. Jermaine Dupree, recording executive, is 48. He worked for me when he, when he was a kid. Um, okay. Uh, actor Kip Pardue is 44. Actor Anthony Mackey, 42. Um... Aubrey Dollar is 40, an actress. Pop singer Diana Ortiz, 35. Skylar Aston, the actor, 33. And Melody Udan from tennis is 29. So that takes care of some of those. And I just got uh, word that Gail Sayers has passed. Hmm. The former NFL Hall of Famer running back for the Chicago Bears. Came out of Kansas University known as the Kansas Comet. Good guy. Great guy. Great NFL player. Okay, so the other night... Uh, what are you talking about that has reminded me of something I've meant to ask you? Um, Joe Burrow. Okay, so there was a game, what, last Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And my wife has gotten, um, what do you call it? She's got the craze. Enamored. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Which is fun. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of it going around here with Joey in Southeast Ohio. So, she, um, you know, she went through the internet trying to find where to watch this game. <laughs> yeah. And I finally found that we had a channel 346, the NFL channel of some kind. That's just didn't. That's the name of it, the NFL Network. And um, so it was there. 
But the first game of the season, I don't think we got. Uh, my neighbor next door, Grace, uh, she wanted to see the game, but she didn't have that channel on her system, so she ended up listening to it right here on our station. But um, when, so they play Sunday, right? Yes, Sunday at Philadelphia, 1 p.m., 1 and, o'clock. And the game is with whom? Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles. At okay. Philadelphia, yep. And is it on a channel? Or? CBS. It just says CBS. Main so, CBS. Yeah, so it could be either Channel 10 out of Columbus or Channel 13 out of Huntington and Charleston. Chances are you'll find it in uh, Channel 10 of Columbus. But it could be either one. It doesn't doesn't say. It just says uh, CBS. Now, what is your impression having watched these first two games? Oh, my goodness. Uh, this Joey has so much potential that he has showed, uh, shown incredible, as I've said, incredible poise and incredible composure. Even when things aren't going so good, uh, he plays like he's been in the league for 10 years. Uh, the guys know that when you're a player you sense that leadership ability and you can see it in a player's eyes if they're a little spooked or if they're a little apprehensive or they're just not sure of themselves but you know as LeBron James tweeted Joey has that it factor of a, of a seasoned professional that he's able to you know, drive a pro team down the field and score much like he did at LSU, much like he did at Athens High School. Uh, of course, you're playing against pros, professional defenders. Not college defenders, not high school defenders. But he still has that ability playing with guys that, that he's never played with before. Um, is is uh, the fact that... No the, preseason. Is the fact that they still are 0-2... and or oh and two. Um, is that because the Bengals don't have some stronger players to work with him, or is it the weirdness of the season? Well, I think it's a combination of things, those two things you just mentioned. I think they need some help on the offensive line to protect Joe. He took a couple hard hits that he doesn't need to be taking. Um, they were Again, as I said, there was no preseason. Uh, no time to get used to his new teammates. Um, you know, the, yeah, the season's different. There are no fans in attendance. Um, he, you know, he came in as a very hyped Heisman Trophy winner, national champion at LSU, and he's expected to do great things. And so far, for me, he has done great things as a rookie going into the NFL. That's that's not an easy thing to do, and as I, I've told, I told Jimmy, his dad, he shows more poise and composure than any rookie quarterback I've ever seen in the NFL. And like I said the other day, it includes the great ones like Tom Brady, Dan Marino, John Elway, um, tell you what, on and on. If you, if you see him, um, Jimmy, I sent a note to... Robin, and I've known her because she used to teach at Morrison Gordon, 
and because she sat right behind me at football here at Ohio University, where all the all the coaches' wives sit together there. But I sent a note early on when this was all starting to pop, and I said, "Could you, would you, find a date and join us?" And I didn't hear back from her, so either I had a bad email address for her or bad something, because um, I think she would have responded. Oh, uh, I'm sure, yeah. And I would love to have them as a couple if it's possible. Just see how it, if that's even in the works. Sure. A possibility. We'll see, see what I can do. Okay. But uh, I'm, I told Jimmy, I said, I'm sure your phone is blowing up right yeah, now, and I, yeah. I think I'll add to it. <laughs> and and I tell you what, um, they have uh, at least one of them, but I think both of them have appeared on our sports fan show at six o'clock. Yeah, uh, daily. Um, but I just think it'd be fun to get them up here too. Yeah, I I agree. It would be all right. COVID report. Let's do some of that. Um, this is updated from two o'clock yesterday. Incidentally. Our good friend Ruth Dudding. Uh, Evidently, uh, someone has hacked her account. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. I must have received 20 emails from her yesterday. All with a report about our county. But they were all old reports, different dates. And each one of them says from Ruth Dudding, and then it has a different email address. Mm-hmm. So I I think she's gotten hacked, and I sent her a note to that effect, so they're looking into it. Yeah, that's usually a pretty good indicator with the email address not being the normal, yeah. correct email address. Well, anyway, um, but this what I do have here in front of me is uh, accurate. So, um, again, daily at 2 o'clock, all the stats are updated. And by that I mean the um, Athens, the state of Ohio, the U.S., and the world. And if you get a little tired of hearing this uh, regularly on the program, I apologize. But it's important stuff. Athens County. We are now up to 629 cases. That is 13 more than yesterday. Yesterday we were at 616. That was 19 cases higher than uh, Sunday. Okay, of the 629 cases... 507 have been um, recovered. They're over with. That's 80.6% of those that have gotten in in our county are now, I'm going to call, healed. Okay? We have 28 people in the hospital and 120 uh, total active cases. So if you want to do the math, there's, let's see, 20, 92 of the cases are being recovered at home. 
So that's our county. And once again, this one statistic I always like to point out. If we were like, if it were as bad as it is in the state of Ohio, generally speaking, instead of 629, we should have today 831 cases. But we have 629. All right. Now, the state of Ohio. Uh, see, yesterday we had grown to 145,850. That's 685 cases more than the day before. Of those, 2.2% were in the ICU. That's 3,210 people. 8% were recovering in a more normal hospital setting, such, and that's 11,679. 1,552, or 1.1% of the cases, were being recovered at home. We have now, as of yesterday... 4,635 deaths. But the positive information is, as of yesterday, 124,774 people have recovered. That's 85.55%. So 80, let's call it 86% of those that have gotten it in the state of Ohio are now recovered. When I, you know, I'm so close to these figures, Scott. When I give them out like this on the program, am I making good sense? Yeah, I'm following. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was going to say earlier that uh, <clears throat> when you mentioned about, you know, doing these stats every day, I think a lot of people from what I've heard, you know, they're interested in these numbers. And particularly in in our area, obviously, for Athens County to see how we're doing. You know, is it going up? Is it staying mm. moderate? Is it going down? You know, especially use, with, um, with o, use, OU app opening up again. I use three different resources to build my report. Uh, one is a state, and I'm sorry, one is a national and worldwide um report another one is done simply by the state of Ohio and it includes a breakout for Athens County and between the breakout that the state has on their website for our county and the information that our local Athens County Health Department provides and they do that at 2 o'clock each day is where I get my data, right? Okay. So we have two places to go yet. Our nation and the world. Yesterday, 2 o'clock, 6,880,635 cases had occurred. 
That's an increase from uh, the day before from 36,000 they had yesterday to 54,008 today. How many have died? 2.9%. We're talking about 199,789. How many have recovered? 55%. Remember, there's always, in some places, it takes longer to recover. And some places, the data is slower to be um, gathered. Anyway, so far the recovery rate, as I said, 6.8 million have had it, 3.7 million have recovered in the U.S. Now, what about the world? 7.8 billion people live here. Uh, yesterday, the total caseload, since it was first, uh, since this whole thing erupted, which was November 19th of last year, we have 31,374,796 cases. So just yesterday, that increased basically a quarter of a million. The day before, the same, give or take a few. Deaths worldwide, 965-893. So of those that contracted it, um... Three percent died, and then this—the good story is that twenty-one and a half million people have recovered. That's sixty-eight point six five percent of those that contracted it, COVID, Corona, whatever you want to call it, are now recovered. All right. That one's done. All right, we've got 11 minutes left. How did this day go so slowly? I guess having fun. <laughs> um, or giving good stuff, anyway. We hope. <laughs> That's our goal. Speaking of fun, let's, let's do a little bit on that. I got a report this morning entitled... 2020's Happiest States in America. Well, of course, that caught my attention. So they go on. Happiness comes from a combination of internal and external factors. We can influence it somewhat by approaching situations positively or choosing to spend time with people we love or doing activities we enjoy. Uh, all of that uh, describes me. 
Some years it's harder to be happy than others, though. In 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic has disrupted life as we know it, causing sickness, limiting social interactions, and leading to widespread job losses. Uh, certainly my nature to be very social has been um, cut back critically. So I'm not nearly as happy. Going on. Um, during these trials, which have had a strong negative impact on Americans' mental health, um, this group searched for the states where people can stay positive despite the circumstances. So in this study, they drew upon the findings of happiness research to determine which environmental factors are linked to a person's overall well-being and satisfaction with life. Previous studies have found that good economic, emotional, physical, and social health are all key to a well-balanced and fulfilled life. So to determine where Americans exhibit the best combination of these factors, we examined the 50 states across 32 different key factors, ranging from depression rates, uh, the positive COVID-19 testing rate, income growth, unemployment rate. Well, you get the idea. Okay, so here's the list. Let me get my papers a little bit better. Here we go. <clears throat> so, uh, just for kicks here. Scott, what do you think the happiest state would be. Mm, let's see. Well, I when it's, you were it, reading it, all that, it's not too hard to guess. Okay, right. I could be happy in two or three places. The, <laughs> all of them have a tropical flavor to them, but I'm going to go with Hawaii. Number one is correct. It is Hawaii. Okay. Yes. Number two, Utah. Number three, Minnesota. Four, New Jersey. Five, Maryland. Six, California. Okay, and, and we'll just go through the first 14. California was six. North Dakota, seven. Iowa, eight. Idaho, nine. Connecticut, ten. Nebraska, 11. South Dakota, 12. Massachusetts, 13. And Virginia, 14. What? No Wyoming? Not yet. <laughs> These are the, the 14 happiest states at this moment. Now, what do they look at? They look at the emotional and physical well-being rank. And in that case, like, uh, New Jersey was number one, Hawaii number two. They look at work environment rank, and they have Utah as number one, and Idaho is number two. And then they look at community and environment rank. And Utah was number one. And Idaho number two. So, but when you look at everything, Hawaii made number one. Hmm. I could probably be pretty happy there. Sure. <laughs> I was. Okay. Now, Ohio. 
O H I O. Um, Ohio came in thirty fifth. Uh, they came in thirty um, second in emotional and physical well being rank. They came in forty first on work environment rank. And they came in twenty fifth with the community and environment rank. Um, okay, now you, you, you pushed me about Wyoming, right? <laughs> Wyoming came in 31st. Oh. Yeah. Now, where do you think's dead last? Oh, geez. I hate to pick on anybody. I, um, uh, no, don't do it. Don't say it. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. West Virginia? Yes. I don't know. There's some pretty cool places in West Virginia that I've been to. Yeah, but we're not talking about vacationing. Yeah, I know. Just being there and enjoying the environment. I, I, I certainly like West Virginia. Don't misunderstand, folks. I'm not taking a poke at it. But this test says that in terms of emotional and physical well-being rank, Wyoming comes in 50th. That is to say last. In work environment rank, they say it comes in 49th, next to last. However, in community environment ranking, they come in 37th. Just citing what the report says. Yep. Now, Let's see, let's do a little breakout here. Lowest share of adult depression. New Jersey, followed by Hawaii, New York, California, and Nevada. Highest share of adult depression. Maine, Utah, Tennessee, Oregon, and lastly, West Virginia. Highest adequate sleep rating. Minnesota, South Dakota, Colorado, Vermont, Montana. Lowest, Ohio, Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, Hawaii. Highest sports participation rate. Colorado, Washington, Vermont, Utah, Oregon. Lowest sports participation rate. Arkansas, Alabama, Louisiana, Kentucky, and Mississippi. Lowest suicide rate, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Maryland. Highest, Idaho, Alaska, Montana, New Mexico, Wyoming. Fewest work hours, Utah, Oregon, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, California, Connecticut. Lowest, or no, no. That was fewest. So this last group is most work hours. Louisiana, Texas, Wyoming, North Dakota, Alabama. I'm sorry, not Alabama. That's Alaska. This is very small print. So I made a a mistake there. Well, I think you get the point. Interesting report. 
but it is simply a report. Yeah, I was noticing Wyoming popping up there. That's yeah. the why now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's popped up in almost every one of those categories. I've, um, folks, again, I tell you, I loved Wyoming. It's a great place to visit. I did not like living there, and I did two years. Um, I was lucky. I had friends, and I don't mean my college friends. I meant people from the community that my dad had known and so on that helped. Uh, but it is absolutely stunning to look at. Okay, here. Well, let's look up a couple things here. We have one minute or two. Uh, Ray Charles. Were he alive, today would have been his birthday. He was born in 1930, <clears throat> died on this date in 2004. Kublai Khan, right? K-H-A-N. Died on this date in... I'm sorry, was born on this date in 1215... Died in 1294. What's I've seen his photograph or whatever it is often, but I, I'm having a little trouble recalling what his notoriety he was, was. Known as the Emperor Shizu of Wan, Y U A N, and also the fifth Kagan, Kagan of the Mongol Empire, founded the Wan Dynasty in China. How about Typhoid Mary? Typhoid Mary. That yes. sounds like a hurricane almost. Well, she was born on this date in 1869 and died in 1938. Mary Mallon was an Irish-born cook believed to have infected 53 people with typhoid fever, three of whom died, and the first person in the U.S. identified as an asymptomatic carrier of the disease. Sigmund Freud died on this date in 1939. That kind of wraps it up for today, folks. Uh, we'll do it um, all over again tomorrow. And uh, our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Ruth Bader Ginsburg begins her final journey in a solemn ceremony at the Supreme Court. She served for three decades. Her flag-draped casket's entrance greeted by her former law clerks, Chief Justice John Roberts, speaking moments ago. It has been said that Ruth wanted to be an opera virtuoso, but became a rock star instead. But she chose the law. Subjected to discrimination in law school and the job market because she was a woman, Ruth would grow to become the leading advocate fighting such discrimination in court. All eight sitting justices and retired Justice Kennedy were at the ceremony with crowds outside waiting to pay their respects. Ginsburg will lie in state at the court today and tomorrow. Friday, she'll become the first woman to lie in state in the U.S. Capitol building. The Trump campaign has already begun selling t-shirts reading, Fill That Seat. President Trump promising support